Hey everybody, this is Presto. On today's episode, we're talking Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, and the newest Super Smash Bros. Ultimate downloadable fighter, Terry Bogard. Keep it locked, it's the Nintendads. <laughs> What's up everybody, this is Presto. Nick Yeti. Corporal Nossage. And you're listening to episode three of the Nintendads. How are y'all? I'm great. How are you there, Corporal? Ugh, I am tired. It's been a long day. Oh God! I know. Changing phones out. We'll do that to you. <laughs> now we're just gonna do. We're just gonna do a quick, a quick disclaimer because I have to get this jab in. Oh God! You might notice in this episode that Corporal's voice is buttery smooth. It sounds <laughs> like he's whispering in your ear the entire episode. Now, why do you suppose that is? Because of superior connection. Oh. And what would be causing that superior connection? Um, if- proper Wi-Fi, maybe? I don't know. The answer is the, the Apple iPhone. <laughs> um, so in the, in the first episode, we joked and we ragged. I don't even know if it made it in the show or not, but we made fun of Jason because he is on an Android app. Uh, he has an Android phone, and we were saying he cuts in and out, and his, his quality sound is wonky because he's on an Android. Now, that was a joke, uh, but it turns out, no... The Anchor app, which we love, which we use for all our recordings. Anchor, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad uh, on Android, and it cuts in and out, and it does some funky volume gate thing. Uh, but now that our good corporal is on an iPhone, you can hear him in full HD quality. A 4K sound from all Let's, ear yeah, holes. 4K. Welcome to Ascension, <laughs> buddy. Anyway, on today's episode, we're going to keep it pretty simple. We're going to talk about two things, and those two things are BlizzCon um, and all the fun and controversy fun? that came is with it, that. Is it all fun? And, uh, okay. We're also going to talk about the newest, latest, and greatest person in Smash Ultimate and definitely greatest. Nick Yeti's new man crush, Terry Bogard. <laughs> Loving it. And Nick's greatest enemy, the 6.0 patch notes. Uh. <laughs> Good with the bad, right? Let's kick things off with BlizzCon. Now, there's a bunch of stuff that happened in BlizzCon that is cool, that's worth mentioning. Uh, the United States won the Overwatch World Cup. Woo! Finally. Finally. Finally, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was the very first female Hearthstone player that took uh, I don't know what it's called, the World Cup, the Hearthstone World Championship. Grand Finals. Grand yeah, Grandmasters, yeah. yeah. We probably should look that up. Yeah, but Coexist. Awesome for her. Coexist. <laughs> Shut up, Boomer. Anyway, <laughs> the two things that happen in BlizzCon that we care about as the Nintendads oh. <laughs> is Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, because Overwatch and Overwatch 2 are on the Switch. Wait, and we're not going to talk about the apology? What? Oh, we're... yeah. Well, do we really need no, to? No, it was, it's, it's getting too political. It, it was an apology. <laughs> they, they tried to apologize. It wasn't a real apology. But all he did was he just diffused the audience before the show. After he diffused the audience, they threw Diablo 4 up there. Yeah. Um, on, on a business maneuver, that, that was a great move. Yeah. Um, exactly. They did what they needed to do they to keep the, the box. Sh- yeah, they, they wanted the show to look, you know, get a 
not negative image. I guess it was, that's, that's exactly what, what it was. It was a complete political move just to brush over the yeah. past and move forward. But more yeah. importantly, fun fact though, Jeff Kaplan, lead director of Overwatch, uh, did come out today saying Blizzard should absolutely take back the ban. Really? Good. So completely against what Blizzard's been saying and doubling down on, Jeff Kaplan was like, no, that's bullshit. Well, this is, that's this is right. all, we, we start getting so, the whole China thing. Yeah, maybe we'll do a whole, maybe we'll do a whole episode just on that so we can make sure this podcast would, is never heard in China. Be nice to like let the dust settle <laughs> and like really get a clear view of this. Yeah. But more so, importantly, Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Now, disclaimer, fellow Nintendo fans. Ooh, that's um, that's our Nintendo fan base, fans. the Nintendo fans. I like that. Um, Diablo 4 is in development for PlayStation, Xbox, PC. No mention of Switch. No, no Switch. So, so now we have to also understand they said Xbox One and PS4, which is interesting because we're right at the end of the life cycle. Though Diablo 3 was on PS3 and PS4, so I'm wondering if we're just going to get a jump about a year later. After um, the, the initial launch, they'll probably jump it right to the new consoles. But right now, they're and it, they could also have to be saying that because, because Microsoft and Sony are. I mean, which is weird because Sony's really open right now. I, I'll probably be talking a lot more about that in other podcasts. No mention of Switch. Um, the Switch probably can't handle this. This well, is between let's keep the open in... world, and if you're seeing the um, yeah, exactly. the animations of like the druid, I can just imagine a switch bursting in the flames, having like two <laughs> druids next to each other, constantly just switching sprites, doing their moves. It just, it's not going to happen. It'll be the Samsung Galaxy Note all over again, but it's going to be switches. <laughs> yeah, switches yeah. banned from the exactly. tech. If you have Diablo Four on your Switch, you can't bring it on the plane. <laughs> so there were a couple things whether this ends up coming to switch or not we're going to talk about it because it looks badass um the first thing is that it's going to be a single large open world so in past diablo games you've kind of teleported around you've gone from zone to zone this is supposedly going to be one big fat open world which is that's that's it's, cool. It's interesting. I like that. I would think about it as a Destiny sort of thing, where you can like see the person. Like that—that that was the only cool thing about Destiny was yeah. And they they did it horribly in the beginning when they had like the little random like events that happened, the events that spawned. So every like area the got a no- yeah, but they didn't do it well at first. There wasn't oh, a lot okay. of them, and they weren't very memorable. It was kind of just something they just threw in there to be like, yeah, we, we did this. Uh, but yeah, the, the original really events huge. were nothing more than a tank that would drop, but it was the same tank that you'd find yeah. on any of the other missions. Exactly. And it looked cool the first time. It looked, like, really badass when that thing dropped, but I'm pretty sure, you know, Blizzard's going to nail it with this, and it's something you could just choose to ignore. I think those are a ton of fun. Um, I don't like the no offline play mode. There's no offline play. Uh, that doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense to me, especially when, I mean, the whole video game community is already voicing their opinion so many times with this. Um, Microsoft almost, I mean, the whole reason the Xbox One is pretty much done so horribly was because of the whole online thing and then the whole... Con- yeah, they had to immediately backtrack on Ever in the history of gaming, has any developer said, oh, we're going to not have an offline mode, and people didn't go into, like, open revolt? Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense. Um, which thinks because then it's server-based. So, so the game's locked to connecting to a server. I don't know if any of you listeners have played Paragon or love Paragon as much as I do. It's a free-to-play game. 
Um, you don't really need to pay to – you shouldn't really – I mean, it's a game I think you should pay at least $20 to $15 to, and you would get, like, a nice bundle for it. I'm going to have to take a shot at you here. Why? Is that that game that got cannibalized by the Fortnite developers? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. They saw more money in a least common denominator game. They took the entire – so what, the only cool thing Epic did about that was they let all the – they released all the resources for free, and there's a company taking it over yeah. to re-release it right now. Yeah. But the thing is, is this is what happened, and this is a product of that, where if they just – if Paragon wasn't only online, the community could have taken it over, and it would have been fine. But because it was only online, it has to register to the servers. When they decided to dump that game, now people that have the disc and everything, it just goes to the start select screen, um, can't connect the server. That's a good point because by having it be, by having Diablo 4 be online only, you set a, a very sharp uh, expiration date on the game right. to where if yep. Blizzard doesn't feel like running the servers anymore, your right. game is useless. To be fair. They are still running Diablo 2 servers and seasons. That's bonkers. To be fair. Okay. Note, though, this is way, this is when it was like Blizzard and Blizzard Nordic, I think. They probably like just left way it on before, and forgot this about is it. Way it's before like, Activision. It's running and in the maintenance closet. It, it doesn't hit those servers hard. <laughs> We're not talking about something like when it's so heavily online-based. You never know when the next freaking, I don't know, right now, Battle Royale is the least common denominator game. You don't know when the next one's going to come out, and then Activision is going to start bugging Blizzard, and they're going to flop the whole team over. The game's just going to go, like, you know, through the chute, yeah. down the chute. So, besides no offline play, which sucks, another bright spot in this is there's going to be PvP for the first time in the series. Which no, be the first time. No? No, no, there's PvP. We talked about this. There's PvP. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diablo 2, there's PvP. Diablo three, there's no PvP. No, it wouldn't. I, I, it wouldn't make sense. I feel like even. But Diablo, PvP. just the idea of open world with PvP zones is like. I don't know if it's PvP like zones. It is. It, it is yeah, it, it's, it's specific keynote. zones. It's opt-in. In the keynote, they were like, "Oh, and in specific zones, if you choose to, you can kill other players." That's cool though, because that that really adds a lot of replayability to the game. That's something that I like about the game, where it's like, "Oh, hey." Like, this weapon for PvE might not be good, but for PvP, it's good. Yeah. So once, and, you know, I'm a huge PvE guy. And then once I get bored of playing PvE in something, I could just start switching over. And that's, that's another thing. I'll also hit on Destiny for that. They did that good in the beginning, which is interesting, which is called the Iron Banner. The Iron uh, yeah. Banner was fantastic until all the kids got to the forums and started complaining about it and probably all the little, you know, Stupid freaking Twitch streaming kids, mommy and daddy money on there on their computers and shit, whatever. They yeah, have the ability to stream. Now. Yeah, right. The ones that will buy the cosmetics, the people who they want their money from, and um, they just ruined Iron Banner. And so, but a- my big question though is the PvP uh, zones. Are they going to be like in Diablo Three, where you have to go through a portal and this zone once you go in? So. Because if it's open so. world, I think, I think you're going to be in an open world, and it's going to be like the fields of like you know, death, and you're going to go in and you're going to get a notification and be like, yo, you're about to get your teeth kicked in. Like, you're walking across the Saren Desert well, and then yeah. all of a sudden you there, walk into maps. the Elephant Graveyard and then yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. There's, there's, there's that's another thing. That's something I'm not, too, I'm, I'm not too fond about mounts, especially when it comes to PvP, because I'm not trying to get, like, someone who just builds their guy around, like, rushing in with a mount. You don't want to bring his in a low-speed chase? 
I don't I don't want like something where like a mage has a dismount ability where she just comes up from behind and just instantly like oh, dismount yeah. from, freezes you and then you're getting you shouldn't get ganked in Diablo. Like leave that for the game that it came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have ganking in MOBAs, you have ganking in WoW. Leave it there. But as long as it's fun and it's cool, um, I think they'll do it. I right. think it will be. Yeah. So besides, so they've released. There's going to be five classes at launch, three of which they've unveiled: the barbarian the Sorcerer, and the Druid. Corporal, which of these classes are you getting happy about? I mean, the only one that I honestly have any real connection to is going to be the Barbarian. I, I assume it's going to be as tanky as in 3, and that's what I tend to play. So, I think primarily on the Barbarian, but we'll see what happens. Pretty much like a coked-up Florida man rampaging through the state? Yep. Yep, like a hurricane. Corporal's passive ability is bath salts. <laughs> oh. uh, Actually, I was living in New Jersey when that bath salts incident happened. Sure, you were. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's not get that. That's getting a little too sketchy right now. <laughs> Druid looks sick because you have that rapid. Like it just he just looks like he has some cool momentum to him where he's yeah. like fighting, he's getting closed in on, oh no, what's he gonna do? He's gonna turn into a bear. Like that's just Druid, cool. Druid like is hundred and ten percent the coolest looking class right now. But you can't but see that also. Uh, especially when me. he's a human when he's a human and he just has the horn hat. Yeah. <laughs> like freaking that's badass. Like, I wear a that class reminds me hat. too much of the wow. I would say version. my least favorite sorcerer, but what they're doing with her or her him, I think it could be both. Yeah. Um, I think looks great. Um, but I'm on the barbarian train. Um, I want the, the barbarian just looks mean and aggressive, and I just like how it just switches through those weapons. And um, that's gonna be my first one. I'm gonna be pretty stoked to be able to just like go in and figure out like what synergizes with what and everything. But as far as the classes go, there's been a thing online, and they're pretty sure, and I, I'd be pretty sure to say that one of the other classes coming has to be uh, the Amazon. Ooh, that was Amazonian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would definitely say that Dru- Druid was the DLC character, Lord of Destruction, for two. And I think the Amazonian, Amazonian was, or Amazon. Um, Amazon making a comeback, that would be great. Um, and I don't know who else would... There's gotta be... Oh, probably like a knight. There's... I would like like a Templar or something like that. Well, Crusader. Not... I don't yeah, like Crusader. That's no, what Crusader, Crusader was. Crusader is that archetype that they put in three. Yeah, there has to be another archetype. caster. Because Amazon is a is a like a no, you're right. melee class. There's got to be another caster. I think Demon Hunter is going to come back. Because Demon Hunter was like I think their core spotlight class that they debuted in three. I mean, yeah, Demon Hunter is cool. It just got a little. I feel like it got a little out of control. You got to like to pew pew. I just well, I just don't like a crossbow that shoots like a freaking Uzi. I want a little bit. You know, Ooh. I want a little bit more. I don't know. That sounds medieval. pretty fun to me. You haven't seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I know what character I'm making. I'll show you on my time. PS4. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it does. It's, it's insane. All people do on three is they take the, um, the demon hunter. Witch hunter. Which, what, what is it? Demon, demon hunter, hunter. Witch doctor. Demon hunter. He didn't they, they go to medical the... school for you to call him <laughs> witch hunter. They take the demon hunter and they just make it as fast as hell and like up its firing rate and just floor through the levels. Yeah. Uh, one other note. For the lore junkies out there, it looks like this story is going to revolve around Lilith coming back. But really, it's probably 
going to come back to the album. Oh, so just the, I just have an ink. Yeah, right? Because, I mean, the title. It's not Lilith the anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I was reading a lot about the lore and everything to Diablo. I never knew how much lore it had outside of the game. Um, I would suggest some of you go on, I think it's Riker on YouTube, and he really covered a lot of it. Lilith, though, as far as biblical terminology in real world, comes from, she's actually the first woman created, and it was not Eve, uh, in the Garden of Eden. She wanted equality, and uh, there, there's um, written texts about how she would want to be on top during intimacy, and Adam didn't like that, which soon, you know, became her demise. And I hope they work some of that. Like, I hope Lilith, because she seems like she has some depth to her, some gray area. I hope they make her into a villain well, I think that she was is of... not so black and white. Like, Diablo, evil. Right. Death, well, destruction. Yes. She was one of the, um, I think she was one of the original creators of Sanctuary. So that's uh... why he's like, mother of Sanctuary, save us. Okay. Um, and then what you'll start to learn in three as you play through it is that the um, you're playing as Nephilim. And Nephilim's half human, half angel. Yeah. And the angels hate Nephilim. They, they, they view them as abominations, mm. not knowing that they are superior. Kind of like with the Saiyans, right? Which if yeah. we could ever get that fucking arc where the half human, <laughs> half Saiyan offspring are supposed to be... I don't, didn't the creator say that? Like, oh, actually the half human, half Saiyans are actually stronger than the pure blood Saiyans? And we're like, okay. Well, Am I the only one that heard that? Trunks. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's a bad No, example. nobody's stronger than Goku. Every damn time. Least common denominator. Nah. Anyway, Again. we digress. Too so, much. that's Diablo 4. It looks... It looks like fire. Straight fire. I'm going to pick it up, whether it comes out for Switch or not. Straight fire. It might be PC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we got Overwatch 2. Um, Quote, quotes. Well, heavy quotes Overwatch on that number. Overwatch 2. So I'm going to... Well, for I mean, I, I already had this conversation with you guys before, but... So Overwatch 2 has a couple, a couple key things that are going to happen, right? They're going to be a visual overhaul and new characters in the game. And if you have Overwatch 2, you're going to get the visual overhaul, but the new characters are coming for Overwatch 1 and 2. The visual overhaul in this game, though, is the way they went about it, I think is phenomenal. Yeah, no, they're doing a good job with the stuff that they're dropping. There's going to be new maps that are going to be available for Overwatch 2 and Overwatch 1. There's going to be a new game mode called Push, where you have an objective and you push it back and forth. There's no attack defense, which I'm really curious to see how that works. It's both teams on even footing, kind of, uh, to, to get a thing to an objective. Going to come out for Overwatch 2, and it's going to be available for Overwatch 1. Um, there's also going to be two new characters, Echo and Sojourn. Sojourn looks like kind of like a, like a DPS type range damage character. Echo looks like she's going to be more of a support character. Those characters are going to drop when Overwatch 2 comes out. And that's right, yes, they're also going to be available for Overwatch 1. Um, Co-op PvE story missions, sort of like the events we have for holidays, are going to be exclusive to Overwatch 2. Great. Overwatch 2 and Overwatch 1, you're going to be able to play online together. Eventually, uh, after a post post announcement interview, one of the developers did say that it's very likely in the near future that Overwatch One and Two will eventually share a launcher. Meaning, when you start the game 
through Overwatch 1, through Overwatch 2, eventually it'll be the same launcher. Well, it's going to be the same game, they said, didn't they? That's what I'm getting at. So, <laughs> spoiler, Overwatch 2 is not a new game. It's a thing called DLC. So I'm wondering if, like, I want to see somebody just, like, have an account and not upgrade the account to 2 to see if they just eventually get 2 for free. I mean, if the only you wait... thing you're not going to get with 2 is the PvE campaign. Okay. So... If you, if you, I played a lot of Destiny, and if you remember the saga that happened with Destiny, they released, they built a game, and then whoever the distributor was was fed up with the waiting of them building the game, so they told them to launch the game as it was. And then they later launched the other concepts that they were finishing as a DLC. Okay. So in the end, you end up losing because you end up paying two games for the price of what should have been the one game. Right. So, Destiny 1 and 2 and even more than 2 was all originally supposed to be one game. Yes. And then you and then you made the, the comment, and I'm pretty sure the word you were looking for was publisher got tired and wanted them to release it soon. Jason, yep. what, what, the, what does Destiny and, and Overwatch have in common? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was some coming. So, so maybe Activision. So you have to think. <laughs> so no, but that... to be fair, to be fair, I think it's this is this is not that problem, right? You see games being developed, and you have one whole piece of pie, and then they sell you sixty percent of the pie as the base game, and they sell you the other forty percent in DLC chunks. I don't think that's what's happening here. I really no, 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 no. I, I, I am going to put my money down that. It is exactly what's going on here, but it's being done on purpose this time. See, I the 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 new stuff, the PVE story missions is new. Now, if they came out and they said, "Hey, we're doing a gigantic overhaul of Overwatch, and we're going to be releasing a nice, awesome, well-rounded piece of DLC for PVE," I would be like, "Awesome." You're listening to what fans want because people are always saying every time there's a holiday event, can we keep PVE modes on? We really want more PVE. I would play a game that was just PVE. So Mm -hmm. kudos to them for listening to the community. However, what I don't appreciate is them positioning this as a sequel, as Overwatch 2. I think the term, we're redefining what a sequel is was part of the tagline for this game. And by redefining what a sequel is, you mean redefining what DLC is by yeah. avoiding the words DLC like the plague because it's just DLC. Yeah, so if you do a side-by-side comparison, the, the things that you're going to get for Overwatch 1 and the things you're going to get for Overwatch 2, they are the exact same except for three things. Now, even the characters that they talk about in the an- announcing... If you look in the fine print that says to be announced, meaning that there's also going to be more, I imagine that at some point they have to do something to make the $60 price tag worth those three is it, events. Is it going to be $60, though? Was that confirmed? Uh, no, but, I mean, come on. They're saying it's a brand new game. They want their money's worth. They're going to try to... If they, if they go ahead and they position this as a like 30 or $40 game, then I think they have everything that they need. Well, but if they don't, then I don't think that it's really going, I think they've 
lost the mark completely. I think you go at sixty dollars, it's worth. Overwatch did release on PC. The base price was forty dollars. I bought Overwatch release day for forty dollars. When you went to the website, it would default to sixty dollars, and you got the special skins and like all this stuff. But the base game has always been forty dollars. So I can see this being released. For forty dollars, which, which means that they're going to cause the DLC consoles is probably still too much. It, it was it sixty for consoles or was it forty? I'm pretty sure it was sixty for consoles. Yeah, that's a bunch of nonsense. Right, that's wild. I could anyway. be wrong. We, 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 I mean, if fans want to go ahead and correct me, that could be wrong. But I, I'm pretty I certain it was right. sixty. I think you're right, because it just came out for the Switch for sixty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yo, if you're listening and you bought that, just... Sorry. Yeah, just Sorry. Listen to our last episode, and and we'll send Cry. you, like, a, a branded box of the Nintendads tissues for the, all the... Oh, wow. all the, oh yeah, in, no, we got plans for merch. That's, I, Don't you worry. In development. In development. We're going to have pop sockets, we're going to have hats, we're going to have coffee mugs, and we're going to have... We're, we're, we're going to have things. Tissue, tissue paper. Boxes. We, oh, man, we should get a branded... Nintendad's salt shaker. Yes. <laughs> salty, salty fans. Out salty there tears. That we just got a reality check. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's it for BlizzCon. Some good, some bad, definitely some ugly. Um, but yeah, that's it. So now we're going to talk about other stuff like Smash. Okay, so we are talking the man, the myth, the Fatal Fury fighter himself, Terry Bogard. Did you think about that beforehand? No, I, <laughs> I literally just made that up. <laughs> uh, so Smash Ultimate, latest member of the Fighters Pass Brigade, Terry Bogard, new DLC character. I'm going to throw it over to Nick Yeti because he has a big old man crush on awesome. this character. I, I love it. I am so happy we got another fighter. So besides all the things I can say about Smash Ultimate... The one good thing that I feel like has come from this game are the fighter-style characters. Meaning Ryu, Ken. Yeah, Ryu, Ken from like... You're talking about like Street Fighter styles. No, just just fighter style because you still have Little Mac. I put Little Mac in there. Okay, Uh, yeah. No? Really? Yeah, no, Little Mac's... Little Mac's character design makes me want to vomit blood. I like Little Mac. I just, I just like the the fighter style. And then you got Incineroar, which is uh, Incineroar. I'll take you'll Incineroar. take Incineroar over Little Mac a hundred times. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take see, that. I lo- Little Mac. Little Mac was my main in the Wii U, and I in Ultimate, I feel like I was let down. I can we just not even talk about the Wii U one? Yeah, the fact just... that you had a main. Okay, I just I want to move. <laughs> From that. <laughs> immediately. Anyway, so Terry Bogard, right? Yes. Move set. He doesn't need sleeves. So he is so far, first kind of feel is like an easier Ken Ryu character. Um, he does have some depth to him. He's still being figured out. Um You say easier, but the button combination and and uh skill sets, I think there's a lot more complex. Well, all right, so his button combinations you don't have, like, standard fight move inputs for him. So, like, with Ken or something, if I'm comboing you, I can hit a set of buttons to do a different style kick, right? Where for him, the command inputs just a special move you could have done with the B button. The only exception is when he gets over 100 damage, you have to use the special input, right? Yeah. So, do gotcha. yeah. so Ken and Ryu, it's, it's the normal attack. So any attack you do with the A button, 
there's variations of. So there's like a standard jab where you're tapping A, and then when you hold A, it does a different jab. Same for tilts. Yeah. With Terry, there's none of that, right. which cuts a lot of the like no crescent kick, complexity. No kick. Yeah, which, which I kind of like because uh, th- that's a little too so much for me. The only thing is, and like coming from someone who loves the character, his little they said risk reward moves are they're huge. They're they're, they're, they're reward reward moves. I just I want to see it be more risk reward. They are too easy to pull off, and they are killing early. They're like, str- like I can you can you can kill most midweight characters with three of these special a hundred plus specials uh, and a hundred plus meaning Terry when he reaches a hundred damage he gains access to super powered up versions of two of his special moves his side B and his the side B one looks uh, so badass though. yeah the side B and then his regular B. Um, so because he's a new character, strong. though, don't you think that those things are going to be nerfed or balanced yeah. later? It's yeah, They always so. release fighters a little too powerful, and then they yeah. always bring them down. Sakurai had a hard-on for him. If you, if you watch the... Um, oh, my God. The, the, sma- the man went in. What, what is it called? <laughs> the the Smash Direct? direct. Yeah, yeah, the Terry Direct. He was... He, was, he got his little... Uh, he got his little bean off on that one. So, <laughs> fun, fun Smash fact. <laughs> Is Smash Packs? Smash Packs. Um, so Sakurai used to play, uh, I think it was uh, Fatal Fury or King of Fighters, and he used to just just mix people. He used to beat the crap oh, really? out of everybody. What? And he used to play his friends, and he used to thrash them, and they used to not want to play with him, which inspired him to make a fighting game that could be played competitively and casually. Oh my god. Called Smash. Smash. That's oh. why he loves Terry so much because he, it's it's from his hometown game. Which is interesting that it wasn't Street Fighter. I feel like King of Fighters kind of became even Fatal Fury the underdog a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't but know. It's a weird yeah. On the uh on the Switch, you can download, I'm pretty sure, all the Fatal Furies and the King of Fighters and he um he made a suggestion, the King of Fighter 96 or 98, I forget which one yeah, it is, 96. was like the one to go to. I'm going to be downloading it and playing it for sure. I definitely, a, a, yeah, that looks pretty sick. So, something that he, he loved back in the day. I definitely want to see that. And plus, it's probably like five bucks. You can tell during that particular conference the a passion that he had for those he was into Yeah, I actually yeah. learned a little bit about the Neo Geo. I kind of avoided that. I didn't know the Neo Geo was created to have the arcade fighter games in your house without losing any of the quality. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. We're like, that in was America, pretty neat. like playing street fighter two on a super NES meant nothing compared yep. to like, if you played it on a, on a cabinet. Yeah. So, but that's cool. I'm glad that they had that. I'm definitely going to check that out. for uh, <laughs> Probably five or six bucks is what the Neo Geos are going for. I think so. Yeah. They're the little indie bites games. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a heavy character. His weight class is heavy. That's interesting to hear. Because yep. his recovery is booty butt. Now, is he medium heavy <laughs> or is he just... Because what's Wolf? Because every, cause Wolf? Wolf is heavier than Fox. I don't think Wolf's a heavy. Captain Falcon's a heavy. Captain Falcon's a heavy. He's a weight... I, I have to look up the exact things, but he's a Terry heavy. Terry is very fast for a heavy. Harry, yeah, but his recovery is bad. Not really. He has the mm, side... It's the pretty upgrade. linear, though. Right. But, you get, like, he but only still, has... the fact that you get a side B to up B... Yeah, that's, that's more than Wolf. <laughs> oh, my God. It makes no sense. 
it makes no sense that this isn't being addressed. Um, I feel like you just think that since Wolf's uh, laser is just so like they're like, we'll give know, him just... a gun, we'll take away his recovery. What do you think <sighs> of this character, Corporal? So I actually played because I bought the fighter pass. Um, so I, I, I just got everything as they come out. Um, and I was playing him the night he came out. I, he's still clunky to me, but I think his recovery is good. His attack is over, overpowered to a point. Um, I haven't quite learned his skill set yet. I'm more of a swordsman when it comes to picking my characters, so fighters aren't really the type that I usually go with. But he's fun to play. He really is. I yeah. am the type of guy who likes to take the fighters and take all of the fighters together and just make a marathon of fighters and just go through them and play as a fighter. And doing it that way, I think he really fits in with the other characters that are already there. He matches their skill set. He obviously has unique moves, so I, I enjoy him. Yeah, he's not, I enjoy him. He's absolutely not my style. I'm more of a spacer, spacing-based character, but yeah. it is fun to get in there and do like 40 damage off of a jab. Oh my gosh, it's insane. It's ridiculous. I feel so bad. I hope, though, what I hope comes from him if they don't um if they don't just what which i say equalize him properly because i don't want him to be like this op character that everyone leans towards i hope what they do is they make him fit him properly and then it will um motivate more people to get into ken and reed as yeah. kind of like ken oh, is untapped potential to... there's no reason to play right. while ken is in the game exactly. yeah that's that's another thing that's bothering me they need to do something about that i, I feel like they I... need to give Ryu just a little a little reason to play him over ken because right now there there really isn't one it, it doesn't make sense why so again but uh, there's a ton of characters in the game that can only do so much I yeah. Guess. yeah i i know that they probably went down to a skeleton crew after release for patching and such and then of course Unfortunately, patching and what they do is going to be based off of what the quote unquote competitive scene is right now, which is just I don't, yeah. you can't so, you can't not you you cannot release any type of competitive scene with this character as he is. He needs to be balanced. Well, I mean, he's in there, but like, we'll we'll see. We'll see in a month. We'll we'll check back and we'll see how many Terry's have won major tournaments. Oh, yeah. Right. Because that wasn't the case with, uh, well, it wasn't the case with Hero. It was the case with Joker. And, well, and I think it was the case with Banjo. And you see who's banning Joker right now. Yeah, well, MKLeo was just like right. a I, god at the game. Uh, I don't... He's the undisputed best. You can't even... I mean, that's <laughs> fine, but when you're playing Joker at the that's at, at your last character, like, I'm sorry, that's just... That's, that's, the, that's the same thing saying, like, you could be a great player, but then in, in with the Wii U, but when you default to Bayo every time, I lose all that respect for you. Like, what are you doing? Like, MK well, Leo, he didn't play Bayo in Fork. I don't, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, but he played, like, his Marth in this game. Like, I love oh, I wish you would just play Marth. I respect it so much. Like, yes, that's your character. But, you know, and, and this is where we're, we come from Melee. You know, where it's like yeah. even um, Mango says he goes, if you want, you know, if you want to play a game and make money, you play ultimate. If you want to play a game and get reached god level, god levels like go yeah, through, do super saiyan stuff, yeah, yeah, do super saiyan stuff, melee, play yeah. melee. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's kind of like it doesn't matter how good any of these people are, they're gonna default to that character that they make money with, <laughs> yeah. which is also something we can get into about the competitive scene. Um, Leffen touched on this, and I agree with him a lot that they're not incentivizing enough. There's so, no money in Smash. Which there's is, no well, money in Nintendo Smash. Nintendo isn't backing it. 
and, and which is upsetting because the whole entire melee scene is the only reason Smash is alive the way it is. 100%. Because they carried it, you know, with Brawl came, they over from Brawl. They were like, don't do Brawl, we're staying with Melee. That happened. Wii U came out, they knew it was bad, they gave it some attention, but they still did all the Melee competition. And now they're even trying to throw a bone to Ultimate, and Nintendo just, Nintendo needs to stop being Nintendo with this. Yeah, I think uh, that's the best way to put it. New stage. New stage with Terry. Um, King of Fighters Stadium. It is a the map. flat yeah. ass stage. Which but I'm loving this game now since I'm playing fighters. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty straightforward stage. It's got some cool background. Uh, other other fighters. Okay, King hold on. Fighters. Wait, I love this stage as far as the background goes. It's a killer. I love, uh, dude. I love like it's on. It's in a football stadium, but then it's floating in the middle. And then you got, yeah. There's like, other. The there's other people. The fireworks launch off when you get a kill, and I'm a freaking kid when that happens. So I'm all like, <laughs> it reminds me of the Pokemon Stadium stage. Just lowered. Yes. Yeah. So this stage does have a unique mechanic that I don't know if you guys I love it. have discovered it yet. So the sides are not straight walk-offs, meaning if you walk off the side of the level, off the screen, you don't die. There's an invisible wall. Yeah. And if you get hit off the side of the stage, you don't die because you bounce off the original uh, invisible wall. However, when you take enough damage where you get hit hard enough, the invisible wall starts to crack. And then eventually you break through and it does this dramatic so, effect and you die. That happening the first time I played that level, it's I loved it sick. because I remember I got confused because I couldn't walk off, right? And then I started knocking the computer into it and I was like, wait a second, it cracked that time. And then I kept doing it and doing it. And then once I got that kind of kill animation, the only thing is, is what are the, um, what are the properties to this for knocking them through? Is it cracking it or does it only throw the crack per percentage? And is there a certain percentage... I guess I think it's the crack is per percentage, but does it leave it cracked? Or no, I think I think it's just like a set thing. Yeah. Okay. Because like if you have one hundred twenty percent and you take a hard smash attack, there's no hit it it cracks. So there, there's just, some you just go through it. algorithm for damage. I think if it's like you're you almost hit. gonna die there, then yeah. it starts to crack. Right. Otherwise, you're flying through it. Yeah, they. I'm pretty sure it's just balanced out versus how much damage you've taken. Legality though, hell no, it's not. And there's no way it'll be. No, because it's a wall. What do you right? feel like? What What if you were, you know, one of the? What if you were up there in the top? Whether you were like one of the people that put on tournaments and stuff, and one of the decision makers. How would you feel about making that decision? Would you want to have a push for a maybe? Probably not. Definite because no it's game? any any well no ledge game. So that like is fundamental. Which I'm fine with changing, having a counterpick stage where it's it's fundamentally different. The problem becomes infinites. That's always been the problem with stages that have walk-offs or like sharp 90 degree angles because you'll find uh, a character, yeah. you'll find somebody will find a character or a combination of moves where you'll start a combo and if you're in the corner, you're it's inescapable. Right. And that's generally what like is why it's a hard uh, hard no with this. So it's mm -hmm. a fun stage. For it's sure. a fun stage, yeah. But yeah. Omega and play. I think it's great on Omega. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I think I think it'll be the default choice. For Omega. Omega. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to. Um, too badass. And with this, and I didn't even know this until I looked up the DLC just to make sure I wasn't look missing anything. And by the way, there's some me fighter costumes that came out that are like costumes of 
people from Fatal Fury. I'm not gonna go. If over you them. play a me character in this game, I hope your switch gets broken. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging that in there. Um, this this stage has fifty five zero music tracks. Oh, the stage does. Yeah. yeah. And they're all are they all from Fatal Fury? They're all King of Fighters? they're all Fatal Fury SNK King of Fighters. I think there's like fifteen of them are new remixes. Like uh, that's a lot of music. So yeah, what are... they did was they think they took music or favorited music from across the entire genre or the entire series and just lumped them together with this stage. This was uh, and like I said, you saw in the uh, conference how much passion he had about not only this subject but these fighters. I think this entire thing was like an homage to those people who enjoy those games. Yeah, and it's a developer that's willing to play nice with Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which I mean, is they're just selling their stuff it's a like great it's a great comparison when you look at because like oh this series has so much great music of course it has but Square Enix notoriously stingy with their intellectual property there's a million Final Fantasy songs Final Fantasy seven songs even out there that they could have included with Cloud there are two one two songs that got included with Cloud because I don't, Square Enix I don't understand doesn't Square play Enix. nice. Oh, I do. We haven't, they don't share their we, toys. We, we, haven't had, we, we haven't had a good Final Fantasy in forever. <laughs> I mean, Seven's getting remade. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, uh, a, a porting, like, what was that newest one that came out where it's like you're playing as the four people at once? And again... Oh, yeah, Bro Trip, Bro Trip in the car. Yeah, and again, I will say that game 10 out of 10, phenomenal game. If you want to play an awesome RPG game, buy it for whatever system. Oh, it did come out for uh, Switch, the the mobile kind of. Yeah, it was like yeah. jank. But still, if you have any other you know thing that you could actually call a video game console, um, buy it for that. It's fun, but it's not just as special as it. It's not a Final Fantasy. It's just yeah. Not. It's, it's, a cool. gra- it's a great RPG. I mean, something like that, if um, I'm sure people who are listening, if you played chrono trigger yeah that's literally what i would expect today's chrono trigger to look like with probably a lot more integration to the moves and synergizing yeah but when i played that i was like this is chrono trigger like why do we not have and and i mean oh my god if it it sold a lot right let's not lie but i mean if that came out as the new chrono trigger then they they, i mean people would have just i mean shit their pants and would have gone that's how you do a sequel a decade later this isn't that but it was final fantasy then it's again it's a great game, but I'm going off on Final Fantasy. Yeah. So fifty music tracks. <laughs> we went from music tracks to Final I gotta bring us back. I'm so sorry. So fifty music tracks for the new uh, for the new DLC. Now, outside of the DLC, there was the six patch notes, um, mm. which came with one nerf. And it wasn't really a nerf so much as a correction exactly. for Hero. It wasn't a nerf. It was a, it was an oh, adjustment to like some gravitational pull thing on one of his moves. It was like a very small change that uh, made sense to make. Right. Um, but, yo, we got some big buffs for our floaty friends. Oh, my God. Kirby and <laughs> Jigglypuff. Fuck that. <laughs> Kirby needed it. Man, Yo, Kirby struggles. They threw a bone at all the Kirby mains out there. They have been holding true. Are there Kirby mains out yeah. there? <laughs> yes. 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 There's a plenty they, of they've them. They've been like, go, go say like, they, they've been like, you know, go, go complain to a Kirby main then if you don't like your character. Yeah, that's true. 
So Kirby got a bunch of buffs. Most of it's like knockback and speed and just frame data and just all around a good healthy patch for Kirby. It'll be interesting to see if anybody actually like nobody cares. Plays uh, not me. But Jigglypuff. Now there's this is a political. Right there's here. a certain there's a certain someone. Anybody plays who Jigglypuff. And you? It's, there's it's like a meme at this point. Buff Puff. Uh, and oh. that that man is. The number one melee player in the world, Hungrybox, uh, who is notorious for playing a, we'll call it, frustrating style in melee of Jigglypuff, and also will only play Jigglypuff in ultimate. Now, Anybody who's playing Jigglypuff is looking to upset whoever they're up against. Pretty much. Um, but that really hasn't been the case in ultimate so far. She's, she was mid-tier at very, very best before this patch, but now she's got some stuff. She's got she's got more stun on pound. Hold on, I got the I got the patch notes right here. She's got more <laughs> more stun. Nobody cares. She's got more stun on pound. She's got reduced vulnerability on air dodge, which that's not really what she needed, but okay. Um, Wait a second. Reduced <laughs> vulnerability. So every character has a different set of vulnerability when they air dodge. Um, yeah. What the fuck? Well, I mean, I don't know. You don't have a hitbox mode in this game, do they? Uh, you play the game and it shows you the hitbox. Somebody does. Somebody does a hitbox visualizer, and I'm sure they're going to no, have a ball no, this. But, yeah, no, it's not like, in the game. It's like how Killer Instinct properly fucking did it. Yeah, oh, I wish. So there's just a couple a couple things. Her launch angle for her forward throw got better, so she can set up for better edge guards. Her neutral special got a little buff. But really, the the... What is it? Where am I looking for it here? Uh, her down air, right? Her down air attack shortened the landing lag, the landing lag time after using the move, and reduced vulnerability while landing after moving the, using the move. So, her down her down air is a, a drill kick, right? Okay. So what this means is, if you jump and you do the drill kick and you finish the drill kick, they fly away. Fine. What this actually does is if you if you do a late and i'm sorry for anybody who doesn't play smash i'm totally geeking out here yeah, yeah but you've lost me already you, uh, you'll you'll appreciate the end result if you do a late down air and fast fall and end the move before you get to the last hit you can guaranteed true combo into rest yeah, that's unnecessary. That is. That's all. And, and that was but it's not easy to do. They did, I've tried it. It doesn't matter though. It's they did not, not easy overlook to it. Do. Well, you know why they did this though? Something that's not easy to do in the game. It's because of it's H-box. not easy to they do. Did it, they did it because of Hbox. It's what they want. Because I don't know. They I think see that's... they see the number one melee person in the world, and they want to string him over to here because they want the last little bit of melee people nudged over. So you have all the young kids that are into melee and stuff. And then they see crap like that. They're like, well, he switched over to that. So that's the new thing. I mean, the only one that I think is really hanging on to Melee right now is Mango. Uh, I mean, you have like Axe and Tempo. And well, you got, you got a lot of people that won't touch Ultimate. Right. Like there's, I mean, Axe has messed with Ultimate, but he's for the large part stayed with Right. Melee. I mean, even Weapon, dude, is gone almost full Ultimate at this point. Yeah, he has. Which is crazy to me. Like I said, Ultimate's a fun game. It's a good video game. It's a very well-made video game that is not a Smash. What? It's not a Smash. This, we're gonna have to save this argument for another episode. It's not. A real, it's not a true <laughs> Smash Bros. game. Are you? Is it better than Wii U? 
I'd rather fucking play Brawl. You're a sick person. Anyway, I don't, I don't, <laughs> understand, I don't understand how people are, are more okay with Wii U and Ultimate than Brawl. No, I don't think anybody is okay with Wii U over Brawl. Okay. Ultimate over Brawl. We've had that conversation, though. Listen, every time we play from now on, I'm going to make sure to fastball down here and you hit the rest at least once. <laughs> Goals. Anyway, besides Jigglypuff getting that lovely uh, addition, there were also minor buffs for Donkey Kong, K. Rule, Robin, and Incineroar. Oh, what did Incineroar get? Uh, he was, I was spanking you with him one weekend. Incineroar. We, we woke up hungover, and I just... I don't get to wipe the floor with you too much in a Smash game. Incineroar, it's like Feast or Famine. If you're on with Incineroar, you're on with him. I was, I was. So Incineroar, and we can, if you follow us on social media, we'll post the link to all these patch notes. But Neutral B got increased power and extended launch. (laughs) It's not necessarily like that move needed. And that's 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 that was like his safest move. Uh, Forward air. Increase the amount of time hit deduction lasts. So I guess that's just, it, it hits easier. Uh, down air makes it easier to spike. Neutral special, increased power at the beginning of the move. Again, completely unnecessary. Um, down special uh, made it easier to hit. Uh, I think that's that's it. interesting with the neutral special, though, because not a, a lot of the times I'm not trying to hit anyone at the beginning of it. I'm trying to position myself and make you think I'm doing one thing, and the thing extends so much. Yeah, I'm just trying to hit you with the pit. I, I guess. I guess the they're. Re- I guess they made it rewarding to hit. To, to get like that first motivate hit. people yeah. to. Yeah, don't do it. Um. And then, yeah, this was the this was the hero thing. Gravitational pull or pocket will have no effect on explosions. So it's like this obscure one of fifty million moves works properly. Yeah. Um. We'd have a whole another episode on what we think about Hero, yeah. uh, which is not. That would have to be filed liquor, under that, explicit be, content. Liquor infused. <laughs> Last part of today's episode is we're going to do the side quest question of the day. Hit us with it, Corporal. What do you got? And this is simple, and simply because we have the uh, BlizzCon stuff coming in, I honestly wanted to know, what did you guys think out of all the Blizzard games that have ever been created that you think should was your favorite from Blizzard, any Blizzard game, that should be brought to the Switch? Oh, this is going to be short, because we're all going to say the same thing. Well, StarCraft. <laughs> yep. No. No? No. Okay. I Why would you want to be StarCraft? Because StarCraft... Did you play StarCraft on Nintendo 64? Yeah, it was, it was horrible. It was brutal. I love it. <laughs> it was so bad. Yo, but can you imagine StarCraft handheld with the ability to use touch controls? No. Why? I never want that. Oh, my God. Really? You're, you're not Cuban. <laughs> well. I, I don't want that at all. Why? Why? Awesome. No. no. Oh my I would God. want StarCraft. StarCraft. Final answer. No, so, wait, wow, classic. No, I'm kidding. Starcraft. No, <laughs> no, get out of here. Okay. It would be it would be interesting to have Starcraft. I mean, admittedly, it could get kind of dicey with using a controller. But like, if I suffered through it on the 64, I would definitely, I would definitely play it on the it, Switch. It's not Starcraft though. Yeah, it would be. Oh, it would be Starcraft. I, Nick Yeti, what what what's your game? Go ahead. 
they should just go ahead and release Diablo too. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be to be honest, I don't like. There's no reason. Like they ported three. If they can do three, they can obviously do I mean, one and two. If we're gonna talk about top downs, that would work. Um, <laughs> what is it? Well, why play Diablo two when you have Diablo three? Because it's better. <laughs> because it's better. Well, you do know sooner or later with Diablo 4, if they even do attempt to bring it to the Switch, they'll never do it without bringing 1 and 2 first. Yeah, they'll do, if they do 4 for the Switch, That's that might be a reason why they haven't released 1 and 2. They might yeah. be planning to do 4 eventually. That would, yeah, I mean, that would make sense with the whole uh, Baldur's Gate one. Yeah, that's that what I was going to say. If, they're, if they makes any sense and they follow suit with that, two, one would be just, I mean, one was, I think, originally on PlayStation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that would be easy for them to do. If we're talking about top-down, though, like, steadfast, it would be Diablo 2. But if you want to talk about top-down, what would work would be the new uh, World of Warcraft 3 Reforged. You never you Warcraft? No, no. Not World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, Warcraft Three Reforged. Warcraft? Yes, Warcraft. Not wait. Like, is it a Blizzard title? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Preston has played a ton of World of Warcraft. Warcraft is where WoW came from. No, I know that, but I'm saying there, there's a new Warcraft. No, Reforged. What Three is Reforged? reforged. Is it, oh, like they're like remaking a, it? Oh. Uh, that's yeah, what I was confused. I was like, I get the, well, I the Frozen Throne, the remaking. It. Uh, okay. So if you want something at the speed that you could play that, so recently I downloaded a game called Golem's Gate for the Switch. It's god awful. Don't buy it. Um, <laughs> I got it for fifty percent off, and then I had like two dollars in coins, and it was just um, no. It has to be slower. <laughs> so, so the thing with Warcraft is it's all about the heroes and building up your heroes and stuff. Where I mean, Starcraft's how fast you can do everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I'd say it wouldn't work. They just need to make StarCraft turn-based. That'll fix the whole problem. Yeah, did you ever play the... <laughs> no. You cannot make StarCraft turn... Don't even get it. What, what would be nice is a nice 4X game made by Blizzard within the Blizzardverse on the Switch. That would be fun. Yeah. That, that would okay. be slow enough to do, but... <laughs> so slow yeah, enough. So what, what is your... What, do you, what yeah. would you want, Corporal? I I I would have gone for not StarCraft to original StarCraft, StarCraft Classic. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, when I said StarCraft, I meant StarCraft One or Two. StarCraft One would probably work better because it didn't come in the form of one game and then like three DLC games yeah. or whatever that was. Because I only played the base game of StarCraft Two, and then I was like, Yeah, so did I. That's it. Well. What's we don't have any spin-off StarCraft games, do we? Uh, I mean, Ghost. Did that even ever come out? No, it, it, it got like something about it resurfaced again. Made the, and the then only, killed over and over again. I feel like the only thing. See, if we did StarCraft, the campaign would be great. I would see. I mean, wait. I, I changed to... my answer. What? Hearthstone. Hearthstone is the perfect. Oh game. my god! Yes. Hearthstone is the no, perfect is... Blizzard oh. game for the Switch. How about a what the fuck Nintendo moment right now? Right? I want to go here. How the fuck 
has Nintendo not put a single decent trading card game on their console? It is the console for it. You can play it, it with is. controller. You can play it with touchscreen. It's like, perfect. Because I literally, if they just poured it over the mobile version... All and you can take it with you. You can do joy joy cons for other people, so you can play side by side. You're right. Uh, as a card game, the switch is you a system for You can't play side by side on the same screen in a competitive card game, Jason. No, yeah, no, no. But you have two consoles. Oh, like a local, like a oh local. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that would. I, and you know what? I can't believe that hasn't happened because I was waiting yeah. for. Um, what game was I waiting for to come out on that? What was I playing? Was it uh, Hearthstone? Magic? We were playing Hearthstone. We were playing Magic. And there's there's a couple of other ones. The only thing that's remotely a card game that came out for it was Slay the Spire. Because it is a card-based game, but it's more of a, a turn-based RPG yeah. at the same time. But I can't believe... Yeah, I'm genuinely surprised that they would bring Overwatch to the Switch yep. before that, Hearthstone. That, that doesn't make sense. Like, what's going on? Especially yep. if Nintendo would be able to get a cut every time somebody bought a pack of cards. On yeah. That console. Well, I maybe mean, that's maybe that's, that's exactly why. Exactly. How are you going to purchase the cards? You're going to have to buy individual bundles, which means it's just going to be a, a pure DLC buy game. Well, that, that's all. That's all the card games are, though. I mean, when you first play the games, I mean, it's the same thing as if me and you went out to the store and bought uh, Pokemon cards or Magic cards. Yeah, the original DLC. The the original DLC. Is that these games actually give you a lot more to start with and actually give you a very good ability. I remember some dude was playing Hex, and I was like, is this like the pay-to-win game? He looks at me and he goes, well, is actual Magic and actual Pokemon pay-to-win when you're buying the card yourself? I was like, no. These games give you so much for free. I don't mind throwing... I mean, I think I throw like 15 into it a year for one that I'm playing, which I think is fair for what you get for it. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So what the fuck, Nintendo? Hearthstone, where are you at? <laughs> What's going on? That's a good, And they're having such a good relationship with Nintendo right now. It's Maybe there's something on the... Uh, maybe maybe we are predicting the future. We might have to go to 4chan to check this out. Maybe quick. maybe this is... Maybe <laughs> this is... The, but no, I was going to say, maybe this is coming out like super secret holiday season, but they would have announced it at BlizzCon. If, yeah, would you, they right, definitely So will. I want to know, if Hearthstone came out, would you two be getting the Hearthstone pretty hardcore for uh, the Switch? Yeah, I would. I got, it uh, into, I got into it on mobile for a while. I've never played it, but I'd gladly dabble. It's good. I mean, it is a time, like all Blizzard games, it is a time suck. Uh, but I would, I would jump into it. By the way, our, our loyal listeners, if you've made it to the, at the end of this episode, we have a treat for you, a sneak preview we all just got Diablo 3 because we are so excited by how dope Diablo 4 looked. We all got Diablo 3 after years of <laughs> Nick Yeti bugging us to get it. It's, it's Straight up. We finally all got it and we're all playing the hell out of it. Pun yep. intended. What? Mm. Uh, we are all playing it <laughs> and... That was so You're going to hear more about it. We're probably going to do a standalone episode on Diablo 3. Is it new? No. But they're heading into season 19. I think season 18 ended today. Season 19 is coming. We're going to let you know what's up. We're going to play it. We'll probably do an in-depth thing. Because I think a lot of people... I was on their Reddit uh, page, which is just what I do when I start playing a game. I go on the Reddit, and I become... Nick Yeti shaking his head. Uh, <laughs> I go on Reddit and I become a Reddit nerd. Uh, but there were quite a couple posts that are like, yo, Diablo 3 is experiencing this resurgence on the heels of Diablo 4 looking so cool. Because the one other thing that we forgot to mention with Diablo 4 
is they said it's not coming out soon, quote, not even Blizzard soon. Unquote. Yeah. Which means maybe our children will get to enjoy <laughs> this game when it comes out. But it's not coming out for a while. So I think to to satisfy the urge to play this new game, people are either getting back into Diablo 3 or they're trying Diablo 3 for the first time. Or, or they're getting into Diablo 2, which we should be doing. Uh, is it on the Switch? No. Oh. Oh, it's not on the Switch. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're the Nintendo Ads. You just heard episode three. Um, get at us. Follow us on all the social media. Uh, we post cool stuff um, all the time. So if you're not following us, what are you doing? You're doing. It right. I'm learning sign language. That's what I'm doing. It's you're- pretty handy. Oh my, I was waiting for it. Uh, I didn't think we were going to get it. I was uh, waiting for it the whole fucking time. I'm out. Bye, everybody.